and welcome to Passionful. I'm Millie Gutwin and I'm passionate about connecting with wicked people and finding stories that connect us all. Join me as I speak with people who love and are full of passion for what they do. Join me today as I chat with Taylor Stewart, owner of The Salty Blonde, an online surf store that supports sustainability and small business. Do we want to just jump straight into it? Yeah, let's do it. Wicked. So, so lovely to meet you. Why don't you introduce yourself for us? Uh, My name's Taylor Stewart. I own The Salty Blonde. Um, It's a small West Australian surf brand that I started just over two and a half years ago. Um, Yeah, I started it when I was 19. I'm now 21. I'm 30 weeks pregnant tomorrow. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, that's kind of... People really only know me for being pregnant or owning the salty. <laughs> That's wicked. I love it. Tell us a little bit about your personal life. What are you passionate about other than being pregnant or owning the salty blonde? <laughs> um, obviously love the beach. That's where the whole clothing line has kind of come from. Um, yeah, just any friend time I can get in. That's awesome. Coffee dates in the morning are awesome. Uh, anytime with Lachlan, my partner is awesome. So, yeah. I love it. That's oh. wonderful. So, introduce your brand for us. Okay. So, yeah, like I said, the Salty Blonde was born June 2019. Uh, it was originally my hairdressing business. So, I got fired from my last salon and jumped into just starting a hairdressing business. Um, and then my partner and I both went to Bali, um, yeah, back in 2019. And I'd always wanted to start a clothing brand, but I didn't know if I wanted to hire stuff out or design stuff or supply stuff. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Yeah. I just wanted to do clothing. Um, and designing was just too hard because I was like, oh my God, like you have to know measurements and you have to know this and you have to know that. So I just, Um, started off by just supplying and wholesaling from a small family in Bali Um, but then I think it kind of started small businesses were popping up more and more and more so I was like oh okay well I think this might not be like the because people were supplying those clothes specifically as well yeah and I didn't want same as everyone so yeah I started looking into more designing and started changing it from like this boho florally kind of line to more of a vintage surf brand. Wicked. That's awesome. So tell us about your upbringing, your childhood. Were you always a little water baby? Is there, you know, that beach girl in you, is that where that began or is that more recently? Yeah. So I was born here in Perth and then before I was even one moved down to Esperance, um, I don't know if you know of these places because <laughs> you're over east, but uh, very popular places in WA. So I moved down to Esperance. My brother was born um, and then we moved up to Carnarvon. And then after that, we moved to Broome for about five years. Um, and then, yeah, mum and dad decided that they would move back down to Perth because all our family's here. And yeah, just so my brother and I could start making friends and not just keep jumping from town to town yeah. from like one wa to the other um but yeah and then been in perth ever since now with my little one coming i'm like oh where do i want to situate myself (laughs) 
but yeah, always been a little water baby. I love it so much. So where and how did the brand start? You said like, you know, going to Bali and stuff, but where was, when did you start saying, yeah, I think I want to have my own little business when I'm older, I guess, um, to where it got today. What was the process? I know that's a big question. There's a lot involved in that, but yeah. Where did it start from a little brain baby to actually being yours? Yeah. Um, look, I didn't even know if I wanted to start it. It was just kind of like, oh, like she said I can buy samples for like 500 bucks and get 10 different pieces, like, which is really expensive for that samples. And Lachlan and I put our like last of our spending money together and we just did it. And then I came home and I actually got bronchitis. So I couldn't work for a week hairdressing. So I was bedridden organizing an ABN trying to figure out a name like yeah and then I like it's hard to explain because I don't really think about what I'm doing I just (laughs) do it and that's what like being a hairdresser and having clients come in all the time and they're always like oh like like oh I really want to get into art but I just feel like I don't have the time like but I feel like I can sell my paintings and I'm like do it and people like that do pottery I'm like just do it like if you want to start do it like clothing do it like you just gotta dive in because you never know if you don't try that's wicked and wonderful advice I can just do it (laughs) just do it honestly so you said that you started getting a bit more into like the design sort of side of things so lately you've had your into the blue collection that's right that's those Mm-hmm. Yeah, bathers love them so they're pretty much all sold out did you design those yeah so that's in collaboration so um one of my clients um is a graphic designer and yeah we kind of collab together I design the pieces I am trying to be more size inclusive now that I can afford that um I can afford to add on an extra size and stuff so yeah trying to even like just bigger busted women I like from personal experience it is really hard to find bikinis that flutter us that are still small brands um so trying to design bikinis that like some that are high-waisted if like girls want to cover their tummy but then some that are like super super cheeky just for like tech um some bra cups like sizes to suit bigger busts like triangles because I feel like that's just for everyone um, so I really wanted to try and design all those pieces, whereas I would tell Charlotte, who owns Groovy Lines, like, okay, like, this is the colour palette that I want. This is my inspo. Like, what can you do? And then sometimes we'd go back and forth, like My Souls of Sunshine, which is the yellow print. We go, we went back and forth, back and forth for ages with prints. And I loved everything she was creating but nothing had actually been like, yep, that's this, that's for this collection. Um, and then the one that we have now, obviously, like we went for that. Um, into the blue, I sent her like so many random inspo pics and then she did up that print and first go, I was like, you've nailed it. Like <laughs> this is the print. And obviously everyone else loved it because I sold out in less than a week. <laughs> I think that's so <laughs> wicked. Yeah. One of the bikinis of it was on my Christmas list, but I missed out. Oh, no. Yeah, it's so wicked. So I love that you're able to collab with other people and, you know, I think that's just so wonderful and I love that you're trying to be inclusive to all body types and whatnot. I think that's something 
that's really wicked and so wonderful. So tell us a little bit more about the business side of things. So you started in 2019. That's right before COVID. Did COVID affect you? And if so, how? Uh, COVID, so when I start, <laughs> my, my business was going downhill. No one knew about my brand. No, like supporting small business wasn't a massive thing. Um, I don't know, like it was just like all over the shop kind of thing. Um, really wanted it to work out, but it just really wasn't going anywhere. And I said to Lachlan, like, oh, you know, give it till this like I think I said I think I said give it till February so we've gone into 2020 if it's not doing well we'll just like get rid of it and then all of a sudden all these like memes are popping up on Facebook about this thing called coronavirus and it's like cartons of corona and like I was like what the heck like what's going on and then my cousin um, was over in Japan at the time and she was like coming back and she's like oh there's this weird thing called coronavirus happening over there and then next minute like it's just like flooded Australia yeah and yeah I said to Lachlan like because it was going so poorly my business I was ready to shut it down um, and then all of a sudden we went into our first initial lockdown for the whole of April um, and that was a massive eye-opener. Like I had to stop hairdressing. So I was like, oh, okay, like I'll just focus on my brand then. Um, and I think in one week I had made more money than I had that whole year. Oh, wow. So <laughs> I was like, what the heck? <laughs> uh, like online shopping <laughs> in worldwide pandemics. Oh so that goodness. was um, and I said to Lachlan, like, this is all like a blessing in disguise um, for my business anyway. So, yeah, I think Corona definitely helped my business a lot. Wow, that's incredible. I love that so much. So things such as sustainability and small business is really important to your brand. How do you support it and why? So uh sustainability is something I've always looked into doing that's what I wanted to do initially um but damn it is expensive like hats off to anyone that started a business straight into like sustainability because it is so hard to be able to fund that um especially when you are just starting out so yeah, sustainability for me, my first products that I kind of was bringing out was I was bringing out handmade collections from other clients, like hairdressing clients that were designers. So we were using like recycled fabrics to make whatever they wanted to. Um, and now the three girls that I had have now all gone off and started their own businesses, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so stoked for them. Um, yeah, just, I think, yeah, so then it was what I was bringing in was my bikinis being all made from recycled plastic bottles, which I think most bikini brands are doing now. If you come across a bikini brand that's not made from recycled plastic bottles, it's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's no problem. Yeah, like like big franchises and stuff. I don't want to throw any names out there, but everyone knows the big franchises of surf brands and stuff. So yeah, majority of them aren't made from sustainable materials and they actually charge way more 
than what we small businesses charge, um, which I just can't even justify because <laughs> it is so cheap doing it with synthetic fabrics compared to doing it with recycled fabrics. Um, and now my newest sustainable pieces, so my T-shirt suppliers, um, everything's made from organic cotton which is so, so good and so fun. Um, and then I've realised that after like chatting with him for the past year, he's not just T-shirts. Like I can literally design whatever I want through him. So at the moment we're designing a jumper. Um, we've got, oh, I had bamboo crops come in. They sold out very quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then we got like more organic cotton, like ribbed crops coming in. So yeah, just going to really try and stick with him um, and then just be able to keep producing more and more sustainable products. That is so wonderful. So tell us how your little business supports other small businesses. So we, like I say we, we, me, <laughs> I like to try and support as many small businesses as possible just because I have been in the position where I have just started out and it's all tears because it's not working and I do just want to help people like get their name out there a little bit like if I'm not purchasing from a small business myself I want to stock it on my brand um at the moment I stock wash block which is uh completely sustainable and all natural shampoo and conditioner blocks um also made from a guy here in Perth so that's awesome um constantly having to get restocks from him because people just add it to their orders they're just awesome um also have another girl that has a own magazine called fern mag so i just stock them as well like um what else do i have oh over in byron bay i've got handmade lingerie um we did a collab piece on that so we've made these like limited edition pieces Still waiting for them to come in. That's been like a long process, but the final results are like amazing. Um, yeah, there's like, if you go on to my website, you'll be able to see all the small brands that we stock. Some are just like one-offs and some I'll continue to support, but it's just to kind of help get my name, well, get their name out there. Wonderful. So. Do you wish something like that had been around when you were first starting and how would that have helped you, do you reckon? Um, you know, well, I'm a massive believer in everything happens for a reason. So the fact that it wasn't around and I still got myself to like where I am today, I think like I wouldn't, I don't regret it because, yeah, that could have quite easily changed. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I'm happy where I am, yeah. That's the way, I'm glad. So what was the biggest risk when starting your business, personally and financially, all of that? What was the biggest risk? Um, I didn't really think about risk until it was happening. Um, I think finding out, so after I just jumped in and did it and not really thought about it, I definitely didn't realise I put my relationship at risk um, because I was full-time with two businesses that I'd just started. So I was so like into them that I wasn't really thinking about how Lachlan was feeling too much, um, which was, yeah, hard because it took a couple of months to realise. Yeah, I thought, oh, no, like I can't, yeah, I'm, I'm putting too much effort into this. And then obviously like financially, like my one advice to anyone that wants to start a business is 
make sure you have a backup income coming in because you're not going to make any money for the first year when you start your business. Um, so I obviously had my hairdressing income coming in and I started working like way too many hours, <laughs> way, way, way too many hours just to pay for clothing orders. Um, which yeah, like just so much work going in for something that you don't even know if it's going to work, but yeah, that, that would have been the risk that I should have thought of before starting my business. Yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. So what helped you take that risk? Not so much that you saw it beforehand, but um, what were things that you went, yeah, I'm just going to give it a crack. Oh, uh, it's just my personality. <laughs> I just, yeah, that's wonderful. just anything, like anything in life. If I want to do it, I'll just do it. <laughs> All my tattoos are just done it. Like <laughs> I love it. I think that's wonderful. Yeah, I, sh- I should probably think more, especially if I'm going to be a mum. I should definitely try and think a little bit more before I do stuff. Um, but yeah, everything I've done, like mum and dad used to hold me back and be like, no, 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 like just think about what you're doing first. And then I would just be like, nah, like, I don't know. <laughs> I, and then I'd do it and then it would work. And then, yeah, it's like recently mum and dad have been saying like, Jesus, like, I'm not even going to tell you guys, I'm not even going to try and push you in the direction of what we think you should do because everything you've done now has been on your own terms. So, like, you've just done it and it's gotten you to where you are today. So, we're just going to let you do whatever you want to do. That's wonderful. No, I love that. I love that I've noticed that as well. You just, just do it, it works. Yeah. So, what does a day in your life look like for you? Um, well, currently, because I'm not hairdressing, life's been pretty breezy. <laughs> I am such an early riser, very, very early riser. And I'm someone that will just go on a coffee date with literally anyone. Um, I'm up about five. And then if I don't have any coffee plans booked in, then I'll kind of just go to my room my office about six and wrap everyone's orders, do a bit of social media. Um, yeah, take them to the post office and yeah, do my accounting, just like all the behind the scenes kind of stuff. It only takes a few hours. And then I kind of just sit around my house and I don't know what to do for the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me a bit more about the social media side. So going into this business, did you have any experience or anything with business, social media management, any of that stuff? Because I've noticed that your social media is beautiful because that's how I, so I stumbled across you on TikTok actually and then uh, popped up over onto Instagram like this is a while ago now and I was like like so aesthetically pleasing. So have you got any experience or is that just you having a crack? <laughs> I don't have any experience. I don't have anything behind me other than my hairdressing. Never did a business course, never did absolutely anything no social media courses. Um, I think I personally, like with my personal Instagram, I always loved having like a certain vibe and like just me in like person, I I want people to like look at me and be like, wow, she's so different. Like she's not just like your typical blonde haired like beach chick. Like I want to be different. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know, like, with my social media I just thought okay like I'm very big on aesthetics and I never knew which one I wanted to go for like 
I'm very like blue and white, like really clean, but then I'm also like, I'd love like a bright orange cord retro couch kind of thing. So, <laughs> so many different aesthetics that I like. Um, and I think going with the more vintage brand, surf brand, I thought, okay, from now on, everything's on film. So I take all my photos on film. I just like some things will be candid and some will be posed and modeled. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think I found that the more I post, the more sales I get, the more I show up on my stories, the more people are interacting with me. And I do want my brand to be more of a community than just a surf brand. So yeah. when I shop and stuff like that, like doing markets, having my regulars come in, like congratulate me on my pregnancy, like ask them how they're going. Like I do want to form a community rather than just yeah, I'm just like, oh, oh hey, like I'm a surf brand. <laughs> Please yeah, buy no, my I stuff. Love I love that. So this is kind of a big question um, and it's different for everyone so far, but what does success look like for you and when will you know you've achieved it? Um, I feel like I'm very successful now just due to my age and where I am in life. Um, that's purely judging by stereotypes. Um, but yeah, I think that my goal, like I kind of working goals. So the goal was to kind of eventually stop hairdressing and be full time with my business and have my clothing brand be able to financially support me full time. So I've reached that goal and now it's like, okay, what's next? Like 10K on Instagram, like that was a goal and I hit that. Um, my next goal is probably a shop. So I've had a few letdowns from a few shops um, that I've been interested in, but I mean, like I said, everything happens for a reason. I'm not going to get cut up over it. Something better will come up. Um, so it's just waiting for that to happen. But yeah, definitely a shop would be next. That would be my next goal. That'd be so exciting. <laughs> yeah. So this is a bit more, this is a very cliche question. Um, mm -hmm. but what is some advice you'd give to young people, to your, to this little audience, to your younger self, any of it? What's some advice you'd give? I'm going to, I'm going to assume something along the lines of just do it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just as in like, if they wanted to start their own businesses. Whether it's or... starting a business, whether it's just having a crack at different things. Like, you know, obviously it takes a fair bit of courage to just, yeah, start a business and whatnot. What is your advice? Well, yeah, just do it, honestly. Like, <laughs> it's like anytime anyone tells me anything or, I don't know, someone's like one minute they're telling me like, oh, like I'm not happy in my job that I'm doing, like I'm sick of working nine to five, blah, blah, blah. Like, or like people comparing their lives to mine a lot. Like, oh, like you've just got like such a good life. And I'm like, yeah, but it took me years and years and years to get me to where I am. So I think the best thing I can do is just push people to do it. And it's really lovely. Like a lot of people that have started brands and have started things have messaged me or given me Christmas cards, like last Christmas and birthday cards. And it's like just, yeah, so many messages just being like, thank you so much for pushing me because I've done it and I'm stoked. Like one girl, I was down in Albany and she came running out of Hillsies. And was like, oh, like, hey, Taylor. And I was like, oh, hey, like one of my clients. And I was like, what are you doing down here? And she was like, 
well, at my last appointment, you pushed me to move down south. So I just did it. <laughs> and I was like, I'm so happy to hear that. Like, I think that's I love my, that. Yeah, my favorite thing ever is hearing that my advice has pushed people to just do stuff. Um, yeah, whether it's a tattoo or a piercing, whether it's moving to the other side of the country, whether it's starting a business, I think you only live once, which is another massive quote I go by. Um, so it's like, why not just do it? Just do whatever you want. The worst thing is going to happen. It's not going to work. Like, and then you can try something else. <laughs> Perfect. I, I think that's wonderful. Our last little question is what ignites your passion? What is it a moment? Is it when you reach those goals and you go, yeah, this is the stuff? Or is it when, you know, you see someone wearing your brand? What ignites your passion for your business, for your personal life, everything? Um, I think with my business, what it it's more like seeing things sell out. And being like, wow, I created this piece for myself and just ordered 200 of them. And now it's been a couple of weeks and they're gone. Like, that's awesome. And then, yeah, all the story tags, the post tags, like seeing people in public, seeing people look at Lachlan and I in public. I think the best is when we go out clubbing. And even I still go clubbing, but I'm obviously not drinking and just seeing drunk people around you just with these boost of confidence and they're all hugging you like I love what yeah. you're doing and blah, blah blah so I think that's definitely a massive like okay I've got to keep pushing and pushing and I've got to keep working and like I just had bikinis come in yesterday and I'm like oh crap everyone's gonna love these this is gonna be so cool like <laughs> so that's yeah that's so wonderful and I think yeah personal life wise I yeah, I don't know. I think I just do whatever I want. So it's <laughs> just whatever I want. I'll just do it. So, yeah, I think that kind of my business is what motivates my personal life to just be free. Wonderful. I love that so, so much. And thank you so much for coming on and having a little chat with me today. I'm so grateful. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much, Taylor, for jumping on the podcast and thank you for listening. Go check out The Salty Blonde and don't forget to follow Passionful Podcast on Instagram and Spotify. Cheers.